Hello and welcome to a special episode of the Fine Biometrics and Mobile ID World podcast. My name is Peter Counter. I'm the managing editor of Fine Biometrics and Mobile ID World, and I'm recording this during Money 2020 Europe, the biggest financial technology conference in the region. As a major fintech event, it's no surprise to see Money 2020 Europe hosting leading companies in the emerging biometric payment cards market, including authentication specialist Precise Biometrics and its manufacturing partner NXP Semiconductors. Our director of digital content, Susan Stover, is reporting live from the show floor in Amsterdam this week. And for this episode of the podcast, I'm pleased to share with you her in-depth conversation with Frederick Scholholm, Vice President of Sales at Precise Biometrics, and Sebastian Klemagerand, Vice President and General Manager of Secure Payment and Identification for NXP. The interview delves into the biometric payment cards market, considering how the technology will fit in today's omnichannel financial experience, and the key challenges faced by the companies as they try to bring biometrics into everybody's wallet. Now, without further ado, I'm handing over the podcast to Susan Stover, live from Money 2020 Europe in Amsterdam. Hello, and welcome to the live podcast for Mobile ID World and Fine Biometrics, and we're live from Money 2020 Europe in beautiful Amsterdam. Today, I'm joined by two expert panelists. We have Frederick Schlom, Vice President of Sales, Precise Biometrics, and Sebastian Klamgaard, the Vice President and General Manager, Secure Payment and Identification for NXP Semiconductors. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you, Susan. Thank you. Great. So there's no doubt that biometric payment cards is an emerging market and it shows no sign of slowing down. Precise and NXP Semiconductors announced their partnership for a contactless biometric card almost exactly a year ago. Um, to start out, uh, how we'll start with you, Sebastian. Um, how do you see biometric payment cards fitting into tomorrow's omni-channel payments experience? Thanks, Suzanne. Uh, happy to be here today. So if we look at uh, the smart card market, actually, today, it's still representing a majority of the payment despite the growth of the mobile payment. Um, it's interesting to see that uh, biometry payment has started with mobile and that we see here quite some adoption. Um, giving a few numbers, if we look in China, about uh, 500 million users are using mobile for payment. And they are used to basically use biometry to authenticate to, to their phone. Now the new innovation, and I would say breakthrough coming to the smart card market, is having this biometry coming to the smart card. Uh, that's a very exciting uh, technology because it will really dynamize again a smart card market. So we definitely see uh, that uh, in the coming uh, two years, this revolution will happen uh, in the smart card area. Yeah, you're right. And I would also say that the, the way uh, users today are getting more and more uh, accustomed to using a contactless way of paying with the increasing use of, of uh, contactless payment cards, I think there would simply be a, a way that uh, for users to, they will accept or expect that uh, anytime I pay, I will not have to use my PIN code. I will just blip the, the contact card or contactless card and the payment is through. So I think this is the perfect, uh, the perfect use case for biometrics uh, on a payment card. 
Excellent. Um, and when it comes to the success of biometric payment cards, there's definitely, like you were mentioning about expecting that from the consumer, but there there is a, a balancing act between convenience and security. Um, what are the biggest challenges in terms of biometric performance and speed and security when it comes to ensuring the best possible user experience? Frederick? Yeah, yeah thanks, Susan. That's a very good question. I mean, biometric performance is, is really both about user experience and security. Um, a good biometric solution uh, allows a rightful user to always authenticate the payment with a, f a fingerprint uh, without being wrongfully denied, I would say. But at the same time, the security level of this solution must be set so that no fraudster can enter the system or, or do a payment. And this is a crucial balance that we need to set correctly. I think this is important for us in the biometrics industry to work together with partners like uh, NXP and, and uh, also the whole payment ecosystem to, to get this right. Um, and when it comes to the speed of the, of the process, this is of course uh, crucial as well. I would say it's even critical for the contactless uh, payment cards uh, use case. I mean, we have a very limited uh, computing uh, capability on a contactless card. Um, it's ideally powered only by the NFC field um, of, the, of the POS terminal. And this, of course, is a challenge uh, for us who's working with biometrics. You want to do a transaction within less than a second, um, or at least within a second, I would say. And this is, this is a key factor for, for, for us to work on as an algorithm provider. So we are constantly working to improve, make sure that our algorithm can work on a limited platform with a, a suitable sensor as you have on a payment card. Um, so yes, I, th I think this is, a, this is a, a challenge that we are meeting today and that we have been working on. I, I would add that uh, it's important to have the right trade-off between convenience and security, but we should not give up on the security, right? Uh, so the solution has to be battery-less in order to reach the right um, cost point for the market. And uh, it has to make sure that the transaction is as secure as you have today with your credit card. So that's why match on the, the secure element is a key element that you need to achieve. And that's what we do with uh, the SPM60 that NXP is going to introduce to the market. That's exciting, yeah. Um, and, you know, like you said, a, a major differentiating factor in the biometric payment cards has to be the enrollment experiences since users are already accustomed to a simple card activation process like you get your card you call in you, you know you sign the back um, so how are you addressing the challenges of uh, in the coming biometric generation of cards yeah indeed enrollment is a key element in the biometric card deployment so everybody has to be able to uh, enroll by himself and it has to be very self-explanatory so what we are seeing is different way to do the enrollment and depending on the regions or depending on the banks, they will use different uh, models. So it can be either a self-enrollment, so then you need to come with an enrollment kit that everyone, you, your mother, your great mother will be able to use. And that means it has to be very basic, very simple to, to use as the first uh, type of enrollment. Second type is some uh, countries want to get more people coming to the banks to reconnect to the uh, to their customers, then the bank, the enrollment will be done at the banks. That's, I would say, the easiest way and probably the first pilot will go into that direction. And the last one uh, is reusing what is existing as technology. So why not reusing the mobile to do the enrollment? And uh, it brings a screen, it brings a connectivity with Bluetooth or Wi-Fi, so it's definitely as well a, a, new, a new style of enrollment which, is, which is going to come. Thanks, and I would just like to add that for us as a <coughs> biometric um, uh, software provider, 
we know that the high quality enrollment is is critical to get a good performance and a good user experience. So of course here is what we are working on in, in our software to make sure that we can um, extract the, the best features of the fingerprints and make sure that the enrollment process is, is uh, of high quality because that's in the end, we'll get get good images that we can use in the in the platform. Yeah, I think it, you know that ultimately goes back to the convenience, right? Like an end user, like it has it has to work and it has to work right away and it has exactly. to be fast. Um, and and in terms of major success factors when it comes to biometric cards, what are some other uh, factors there? Well, I mean, we, we just we, we did discuss the the biometric performance and um, and the, the combination of user experience and uh, and the security. Uh, as Sebastian mentioned, we think that we can never compromise on security. You, today you store your PIN codes in the secure elements. You cannot have a solution, we think, where you don't store your fingerprint templates and do the matching in the secure elements. We think that is crucial. So um, build trust for the users that you have a secure solution, at least as secure, ideally more secure than what you already have today on your contactless cards. Um, another thing, of course, is, is uh, the price point, and uh, this is this is something that we are working on as well to make sure that our software can support um, cost-efficient uh, fingerprint sensors and uh, limited processing platforms to ensure that the total cost of the of the cards uh, will be as, uh, as as low as possible. So Frédéric already mentioned the performance in terms of biometry, in terms of matching. What is important as well is the RF performance of the solution, meaning that uh, it has to be uh, working with any reader in the infrastructure and has to be very sensitive. So the RF performance of the solution of the card is, is a key point. Security, we both already mentioned, and we really believe that it is at the core of the solution, right? It has to be really a secure element with doing the, the matching of the, of the fingerprint, because at the end, that's your personal uh, element, and you don't want them to be, to be misused. Um, production and cost will be key elements in order to go to volume in this type of application. So it's not the key criteria to start on the first pilot, but we need to be able to bring to the ecosystem a solution which is uh, um, cost efficient, which means basically that any card maker has to be able to deploy this solution, which in other words means that they have to be able to use their existing manufacturing line. That's what we, we offer with our technology, within our, consorti within our consortium. And uh, the module we are basically de developing is something you can embed in any inlays, in any card's body, right. that um, basically will allow to go quickly to the market in, in high volume. This episode of the Fine Biometrics and Mobile ID World podcast is brought to you by the Fine Biometrics Directory, the internet's most comprehensive directory of biometric solutions providers, including this week's podcast guest, Precise Biometrics. Learn more about biometric payment cards, financial identity, and mobile ID today by visiting finebiometricsdirectory.com. And now, back to the podcast. So we've talked a lot about kind of, you know, the end user experience, but how do uh, payment network operators need to catch up when it comes to biometrics? Um, if you look at the different payment network operators, uh, MasterCard has been very active. They started uh, this type of uh, fingerprint card solution already more than two years ago, adopting the, the, their specification, putting uh, requirements to the market, and uh, we definitely see the first pilot coming uh, on, their, on their scheme. Visa is as well very active since uh, since a year and has as well developed his own specification. 
which is now available to the market. So those two ones are basically the one showing the path toward uh, biometric payment. We see on the other region, we'd be in China, in Japan, so with CUP, with JCB, that they are as well working on the, on the specification, the requirement, and we expect uh, them to release as well the technology by, by 2019, in the coming two quarters. Frederick? Yeah, no, I can only, um, only agree to what Sebastian is saying. I think the, the, the network operators today already uh, support biometrics in quite a good way. <coughs> I mean, um, not only for payment cards, but in general for other, other type of payment solutions. And I think this whole adoption of making sure that biometrics is at the core of uh, the, payment, uh, the payment systems going forward. I think that's, that's um, yeah, we th see that as a very strong trend and, and a positive development. Well, I mean, among any other vertical markets, the financial services, and, and they've really been quick to adopt the biometric technologies, which has been really fascinating um, to see. So, um, so what, what is the state of your current efforts in biometric cards, and how will they develop over the next coming months? Yeah, if you look at it from, from our point of view at Precise Biometrics, we, <coughs> we are um, yeah, delivering a, a software that can be, uh, that is important that it is as stable uh, uh, as possible and of high quality because these cards that we're bringing out to market now, they will last in, in somebody's um, wallet for the next two to three years. So of course it's important that not only the, the physical card but also the software platform inside is stable, is of high quality. Um, and that it can be trusted by, by the partners, um, uh, the banks and the payment, uh, payment schemes during the entire life cycle uh, of the certification of, of such a, a card. So uh, th this is something that we are working on uh, intensively and we will improve on even further, uh, both in terms of the security and the biometric performance. And as I said before, supporting new type of um, sensors uh, and also processing platforms. So if you look today at the market, you see some pilots and many companies trying to develop a solution. The path that NXP has decided to follow was really to go toward integration. Because for us to answer the, the key market requirements of performance and of cost, it can only go through, through integration. So instead of following the path of FlexPCB, we basically decided to integrate everything in one module that we call uh, SPM. Mm -hmm. So this module is going to be released next quarter, so it's uh, ready to go to the market. And, and we are going uh, with this one to address the first pilot in 2019. So for us, it was important to, to address uh, the different uh, requirements of the market. So um, the performance and the convenience. Mm -hmm. And that's why we partnered with uh, Precise Biometrics in order to get the right uh, performance in terms of, of biometry, but as well in terms of, of cost and manufacturability. And that's why we really think that uh, the choice we made from a technology perspective are the right one to really enable the market toward a quick go-to-market. Yeah, I mean, you're definitely, I mean, both of your, you know, your companies are, are really leaders in this biometric, you know, uh, card space, which is, you know, very much in its nascent phase now, but the evolution, it's, it's moving so quickly. Um, so when do you expect large-scale commercialization of biometric cards, and what steps need to be taken to get these devices into, into the wallets, like you said, of, of, you know, our mothers and our grandmothers, you know, when, what do you see there? Yeah, there was small pilots uh, in the previous quarters, but not with the greatest technology, meaning still with battery, which is just testing the market, but not ready to go for, for mass deployment, as you, are, as you are asking. 
So the, the real pilot, we start to see them. Uh, in Q2, we see some big banks in, in Europe who are decided to go for, for biometry. And, and we see furthermore coming uh, in the second half of 2019. So we and XP are supporting those pilots. And we definitely see that some of those banks will decide in 2020 to go on a broader scale. If we think about mass market and several million of cars deployed with precise, bio, uh, with precise biometric technology and, and an XP technology, we see that more coming in uh, 2021. Right. Um, I, I would say that uh, the market analysts see about half a billion biometric cards in three years from now. That's definitely a challenge that we are ready to take and, and we are looking for it. <laughs> yes, thank you. I can only, only agree with that. I mean, uh, we've seen, as Sebastian mentioned, um, numbers reaching up to uh, half a billion cards, which is, of course, uh, a challenge, but it's it's uh, absolutely reachable uh, number, given the, the number of contactless and dual interface cards on the market today. I think I would also like to add that, uh, I mean, being here at Money 2020, I think it's it's quite interesting to, to, to see the, the, the landscape moving and the type of questions discussed here. I had quite a few um, discussions yesterday with, with, uh, with um, uh, people exhibiting here at the show, and I think it goes a lot about um, enabling uh, transactions, high volume uh, of transactions as much as possible, the speed of transactions, the convenience for the users. And of course, the security. Uh, talk to a company, for example, doing uh, digital signage of transactions. They see a rapid increase of their business right now. So I think all of these topics, uh, for us, I think that's really encouraging. I think that's really boils down to what we can provide uh, together, NXP and Precise Biometrics, in a, in a contactless cards. So I think it's, it's really encouraging to see the development of the industry. Uh, and we, that we can take an active part and deliver a good solution for that. And uh, Sebastian, for you, like in terms of you know being here at Money 2020, are there, have there been any topics or trends that uh, that have kind of resonated with you here? Yeah, I mean there is lots of different type of innovation within the payment. Uh, but when we speak with um, the ecosystem on the smart card side, definitely the, the world which come every in every discussion is is. Uh, is doing the, the biometric card, right? So everybody speak about it as big ambition in this in this area, and and we definitively see that as being the, the new wave after the moving from Max Stripe to Contact, moving from Contact to your interface. The next wave for smart card is really going to biometric cards, and and we really um, expect those first pilot to be positive and really bring this convenience and uh, interest. The, of the end users to, to, to make it happening in, in 2020. Great. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been such a great conversation and uh, I look forward, to, you know, well, we at Fine Biometrics Mobile ID World definitely look forward to covering and seeing what's next for both of your companies. Thank you so much. Thank you, Susan. And that's all for this special Money 2020 Europe edition of the Fine Biometrics and Mobile ID World podcast. To learn more about Precise Biometrics and NXP semiconductors, visit their websites, PreciseBiometrics.com and NXP.com. Listen to the rest of our audio interviews from Money 2020 Europe by visiting Fine Biometrics and Mobile ID World. Special thanks to Legumrad for our podcast music. My name again is Peter Counter, and I have been your host. Until next time, own your identity.